Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with Welcome another back episode. To to we this week we talked about the movie Daybreakers, a really Daybreakers. interesting vampire movie. Uh, it's pretty decent. It's on HBO Max. Watch it if you haven't already. We're gonna like spoil a lot of it. So if you want to go in fresh, just watch it, then come back to this episode. Uh, download Vampire's it again. Bold. Delete it from your downloads, then re-download it. Helps with analytics. Mm-hmm. There's timestamps in the description, so you can jump around if you want. We did a whole segment talking about Jordan Peterson. We talked about another new story. Uh, if you want to skip to or from any of those, go ahead. We can't stop you. Mm-hmm. And follow me on social media, not Gavin. Don't follow Gavin Don't anywhere. Follow me. Stop it. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, if we can get up to a hundred subscribers, um, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, leave us a review on Podchaser, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, wherever you can, uh, leave us a review, preferably positive. Yeah, uh, and, that helps me. Yeah, subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Turn on notifications, turn on automatic downloads, and uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I feel like we're missing. Like, I feel like there's something we should be jumping like into. We live in a society. Indeed, we yeah, do. we live in a society. Thank you, Jared Leto. <laughs> Let's just jump into it. Oh, by the way, uh, so I got this paper in the mail. I normally throw this kind of stuff out right away. Yeah. Um, but the, the mail carrier was like delivering the mail as I was yeah. uh, getting it. So I, I felt like it would be insulting to like, here, your hard work in the trash, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll take it inside and then throw it out. Then I was like, well, you know. What are the newspapers saying? Because, like, no one's listening. You know, yeah. they have the same freedom that we have. Because, mm-hmm. like, the amount of people that read newspapers is about, you know, per capita, it's the same amount of people that listen to us. Yeah. So, you know, I figured it's got to be, it's got to be a lot different from, like, you know, like mainstream, like cable news stuff. And it's, yeah. it's pretty decent. I, I think, you know, it's pretty standard boring news reporting and stuff which is good i think you want boring from the news but i actually saw a decent story that i want to i want to shout out uh hold on let me just find it i'm flipping through the pages because it's a fucking newspaper here it is right above the crossword flush with newfound surplus governor whitmer proposes 500 dollars rebate checks for working families so basically uh to summarize the story michigan is seeing like a big surplus in in its budget Mm -hmm. so whitmer is like hey why don't we just like give money to people which like is what i've been saying like yeah the the best way to help the people is uh to help the people wait what yeah really no so yeah normally you'd you'd think the best way to help working people is to give money to the to the rich the rich yeah Yeah, i mean to exploit them or to take to to make their work worth less you know that's how i would do it yeah Yeah. you know intuitively you'd think the the uh, solution is uh to give money to everyone except for the american people yeah um this is like this argument is the epitome of like when i would oh by the way i quit my job that's pretty cool um yeah that's awesome it's pretty neat it's the epitome of when people would come through drive through and they'd be like is my script ready yet and it's like no not yet we're still working on it and they'd be like well can't you just do that faster 
And it's just, like, just do it faster. Oh shit! I never thought about that bit. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Oh wow, you really just laid it out for me there, didn't you? Let me talk to my manager. I need to tell her about this new discovery of just doing shit faster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. No, I wanna. I wanna go to pharmacist school just so I can like do that maneuver. Be like, is it ready? We'll do it faster, but like, be specific. Like, why don't you just like Guys, lubricate on, the flux just... capacitor? And <laughs> I don't know pharmacy terms, but like, then you. Well, like, I can't. Okay, like if I that? if I were to go there, like, because I can actually do that now. Um, so I could go through drive through and be like, can't you just expedite it through QP or like type it up in QT, expedite it through QP, tell the pharmacist you you need it checked and verified, and then you have it done. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's like the pharmacy equivalent of like if you're like in an argument with someone and then you like bring up some personal shit that you shouldn't know about. Yeah, like it, this wouldn't take so like, long. Yeah, if well, your wife blah, blah, didn't blah. Leave you. Yeah, well, you, yeah, yeah. Your parents divorced because of you. I know you yeah. think about it a lot. It keeps you up at night. I just want you to know it's true. It's true. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they hate you, and well, they will always the funny, resent you. Here's the funny bit, and I feel like I'm like I'm dodging a bullet here. The new pharmacy manager who is still trying to pass his background check, um, he was caught doing oxycodone in the bathroom. Yeah. That'll do it. He got his license yeah. taken away in Michigan, and he went to another state to be a pharmacist, and he's back now. <laughs> and so I, like, among other things that I'm not here for, am I, I'm, I'm especially not here for that. So. Yeah, when you said... Uh... They're still like pending background check. I was like, well, so all you know, for, for all you know, they could be like a hardened criminal. And I've, like, for all intents and purposes, that's what criminals do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was just about, I was just like, you know, among other things, nah, I'm good. Bye. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, shout out to Whitmer for that. Um, Amen. Yeah. I, I don't see anyone else talking about it. Like that that newspaper that gets mm -hmm. sent out to everyone's mailboxes for free, uh, that's the only place I've seen reporting it. Yeah, you know, I think if we just keep it quiet, then the Republicans can't ruin this for us. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's true. Like it's it's this is just like the proposal. It still has to be watered down through like I mean, negotiations and we have to have something between a good thing and a bad thing because we can't just pass good things that would be too unilateral so here's what we do so we gotta water we it down so hopefully it doesn't get into the public eye and then it becomes like crt or something here's what we do um we rename the bill you keep it as it is rename it um gun rights liberation yeah and just kind of slip it in there. Yeah, do what the conservatives do. Where like the don't say gay bill was branded as like the like Don't ask, don't tell. It was it was branded as like the parents get to decide what their kids learn bill and it's about it's it's not about gay people. It's about uh choice. It's about family. Yeah, and family and values, especially mm -hmm. values. Yeah. So like we got to do that too. Yeah. So instead of like Hold on, I need to I need to have sex with this minor across state lines real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. They said in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. I'll, I'll keep your I seat did, warm I'm for you. I'm not the one you. who said that. I'll keep your seat warm for you, Matt Gates. I was trying to think of yeah. his name. Yeah, they, they brand shit like the we get to marry children bill as like 
rights and uh, teaching responsibility, actually. Or, like, I should be able to shoot other people's kids, Bill, as in, like, protect my uh, my property. Which is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, we, we should, the people on the left and the Democrats uh, should start adopting that branding, you know? Instead of saying, like, we're sending out $500 checks to people and... Uh, and and socialism or whatever just be like yeah this is do what do what andrew yang did where he proposed ubi but he he proposed it as the freedom dividend yeah 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 just use their buzzwords Mm -hmm. be like this promotes um uh sovereign citizens and you can do what you want and it's it's your money it's your money and you need it now well, uh, you know, if you vote for this bill, uh, science has shown that your penis will get, like, three times larger. Yeah. Yeah. And your vaginas will get, if comfortable, uh, three times smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, name it and the... And your boobs would get three times larger as well. Yeah, name it the whatever body part you want to be bigger is bigger and whatever part you want to be smaller is smaller, Bill. Mm-hmm. Some dude with, like, giant fucking ears. <laughs> He just cussed just because he wanted giant fucking ears. Yo, hold up. Where's my polling location? Hold on a second. But yeah, that's great. Shout out Governor Whitmer. She's not perfect, but she does a, a good thing here and there. And yeah, she's yes. what we got. As long as she is not actively harming us or letting people actively harm us. That's, yeah. that's good. It's a net positive. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. Burp. Oh, I got to mute my phone Burp. fuck off Burp. fuck off i have my uh, no, you're actually burping no that's uh that's my phone's like uh notification tone um i have my phone plugged into the mixer which i'm using i'm using my new mixer this episode so i uh so i, I get to use my sound pads i'm gonna blow up the city i get to use fun sounds you're ugly you're disgusting i'm gonna kill you give me two hundred dollars <laughs> Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits, Benefits everybody. everybody. Hurts, Hurts nobody. nobody. And that's how I feel about my sound pads. I love how you can like even you can vote for a bill that's basically that like hey do this it hurts nobody and benefits everybody and they're like fuck you all with the alternative that ends up hurting someone. Yeah, yeah, it could be the we're doing good things and stopping bad things bill, and they'll still find a way to, like, trick people into being against it. They'll call it, like, CRT or something. You know, Or they'll just call it socialism. Listen, I'm a debt collector, and when (laughs) someone doesn't have enough money to pay their debts, I go and collect that, and I don't... Won't someone think of the bounty hunters? I'm an insurance company... And when bad things happen to people, I benefit. Are you trying to put all the nice, hardworking repo men out of business? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny, like if if a senator's like, "I was trying to put the hardworking repo men," and then it's like, "No, he's not even finished with the question." And you're just like, "Yes." Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll eat them. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Uh, Jordan Peterson has been in the news multiple times over the last couple months, especially, but he, ever since like 2016, he's seemed like like clockwork every month. He finds a way to like weasel himself into the zeitgeist. Yeah. So I put together 
just a nice little comprehensive timeline of his activity over the last couple months. Just a little check-in, kind of like what we did with Elon Musk when we uh, did our mm-hmm. Iron Man episode. So in May of this year, uh, Jordan Peterson threatened to quit Twitter, basically, over the backlash uh, over his comments on a model on a magazine cover. Absolutely strange course of events. So there was this woman, uh, let me let me, let me, let me pull up the tweet. Uh, Yumi knew, uh, th- this is a tweet from the New York Post, May 16th. Yumi knew shaking over SI swimsuit cover reveal, uh, and it's the cover of the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. Pretty normal yeah. shit, model on the cover, uh, selling bathing suits. You know, you, you totally buy it to look at the the bathing suits, and that's that's all. It's yeah. completely innocent so, like that. Th- it actually has really good articles. Yeah, I like to shop for uh, bikinis and read articles. Uh, you know, I, I could take or leave the the hot women. Listen, I just like to see what what the fabrics made 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 out of. I look look I I like to think of myself as a student of the earth, and <laughs> and in, in that. I like to absorb news from all sides, okay, L- including Listen, Sports Illustrated, specifically like to, the swimsuit edition. I'm a OBGYN, or I, I'd like to think of myself as one. So An I amateur, like to check them. Uh, I like uh, to freelance look at them OBGYN. and make sure they don't have anything wrong with their mommy milkers. Of course, yeah, yeah. So anyway, this model happens to be like plus size, at least by like m- magazine model standards. And I have links to all these tweets in the show notes. But yeah, she's like a normal looking person like she's curvy um i think she's pretty much in line with uh, a huge like majority of of uh, american women yeah but like she's beautiful right like she's like i think we can all agree attractive jordan peterson just could not stand by and let a person feel attractive and beautiful and he could not stand by and let people uh perceive someone as attractive and beautiful if he doesn't agree. So he quote tweeted and said, sorry, not beautiful. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. And later he tweeted, sorry, I was high on Ambien. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So like, did you, wait, did you hear about a little like, so people, okay. You know, that one lady who got high on Ambien and said something racist on Twitter. Oh, uh, Roseanne wrote Ro- Roseanne. Yeah. Um, you know what the makers of Ambien then tweeted out? Ambien doesn't make you racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like as that's much great. as I am like, that's funny. And like, yeah, haha. Um, like I remember taking Ambien once and I just fucking hated black people. So I just can't <laughs> I don't understand. I don't I'm know. Joking. I, that's it. I like I'm to joking. think I've I'm been on stuff stronger than Ambien. <laughs> and I have but not once tweeted anything racist or even thought anything racist but also i think she was joking and joking on ambien is never a good idea yeah if you're um, if you're like one, not completely sober fucking just turn your phone off it's not even about like like amp like ambient inherently makes you not sober but it like also makes you feel like you're literally dreaming so yeah. you don't think what you're seeing is like real and you're like cool ha 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 so you just say whatever and it's fine until the next day when people are mad at you. Um, I don't yeah. know that from experience, but I just imagine that's what it's like. Um, Look, if, if you're on anything mind-altering, uh, no no phone, no internet for you. Hands to yourself. Yeah, just like, why put yourself in the position 
to accidentally tweet something racist. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so Jordan Peterson, this is a big through line with a lot of news surrounding him. He's just being mean. He's just being a mean guy. Like, there's yeah. no political agenda here. There's He's being a dick. Yeah, there's no, like, ideological disagreement here. He's just being mean. He's just being mean-spirited towards this woman and everyone that finds her attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hassan Piker, uh, famous Twitch streamer and uh, famous himbo hottie, ratioed him actually. He's like the top reply if you click on the tweet. Uh, he said, sorry, not beautiful, and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. Uh, but it's a picture of Jordan Peterson from one of his videos. And uh, if you if you click the link that says ratio at the top of the show notes, you uh, you can see what I'm talking about. Does it have the picture of the Sports Illustrated, blah, blah, blah? It's, yeah, it's, it's under that tweet. Okay. Yeah, so tell us, uh, tell the audience uh, how, how much you have fallen before. for the authoritarian tolerance. I've never seen this picture before. I'm hitting this cold here. I'm trying to pause this ad before it starts, like, playing. Uh, let's see here. Oh, is that the model? Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're just a victim of, of authoritarian tolerance. No, her smile is so infectious. Yeah, yeah, she's like an attractive person. She's so, an attractive person. I don't. I'm not saying you, that like he'd be right to say that if she wasn't attractive, but it makes it worse that she is. Like Jordan Peterson looks like he's looking at the picture. Like holy shit, I'm about to bust a nut, but I can't <laughs> like show my shame. Um, I was like he looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> yeah, I was. I don't know if I linked it, but. I was reading an article about this and it like talked about some of the replies and someone called him, I think it was uh, cottage cheese with hair. Yeah, that's true. It's like this yeah. cottage cheese with hair is, is talking shit about this, this woman. Like, like that's yeah, a nice beautiful. glass house you got there. Uh, it'd be a shame if you, if you started throwing stones inside of it. Yeah. It's like, bro, you got fired from your job for being a dick. Yeah. Vosh, uh, another famous streamer, uh, replied. Um, he said, uh, oh, first he said, it's all right, sir. I like men too. And then he said, also, authoritarian, chunky women on magazine covers, you sound like a parody of you. And then <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peterson could not leave it alone because he quote tweeted that and said, it's a conscious progressive attempt to manipulate and retool the notion of beauty, reliant on the idiot philosophy that such preferences are learned and properly changed by those who know better. See, and then he like links some article and then another thing. But don't let the facts stop you. Hey, uh, hey, 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 Jordan, have you ever been walking down the street and you see maybe an attractive man or woman with a significantly less attractive man or woman? And you're like, huh, I that's weird. Like they're dating. They're clearly dating and they're having a good time. You know, like Jordan people... Peterson and anyone that would be in the same room as Jordan Peterson. Exactly. Um, you know that like some people marry and date people who are significantly less attractive than them. Because they actually love that person. Yeah. Yeah, it's because like... Because they like them. Because yeah, it's not just not about... Not just for looks. Yeah, it's not just, just about, like, like I, face symmetry and, like, the golden ratio or whatever. Like, it's not... Beauty isn't, like, a mathematical formula. Yeah. Like, there's been attempts to quantify it, but it's 
not always going to be exact because it I don't is. Know, Alex, it, you seem like a leftist extremist. I am a leftist extremist because I find this woman attractive. Um, She's beautiful. She well, you're also a leftist extremist now. Um, well, also a part of that beauty is that like seeing her like with the picture and smile, like her her smile is so like ah yeah, but it's like, like the sun's rising. It's so like ah, yeah. it's so nice. Yeah, beauty is extremely subjective, and it is learned. Yeah. It, it, it depends entirely on where you're growing up, who you're growing up around, and... What your parents like. Yeah, and a big part of it is also marketing. Like, bad breath wasn't a thing until Listerine, like, made it a thing. Like, no yeah. one talked about, like halitosis or whatever until mm -hmm. listerine was like fuck we gotta sell some floor cleaner <laughs> here switch this floor cleaner in your mouth yeah but don't drink it or you will die yes. because it is floor cleaner alex do you remember the days i think it was the early 2000s or something but do you remember when like having a big butt was a bad thing yeah yeah i distinctly remember that do honey remember does this make my like butt look big and the answer was supposed to be no. No, you no, have a concave ass. Your ass is non-existent. You are a twig. Exactly. You have no definable features of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a little boy. <laughs> you look like a prepubescent man. <laughs> Lock me up, because girl, you are doing it for me. Oh, man, <laughs> if I liked you any more than I do now, I would have to be on some government watch list. <laughs> yeah, but, like, have you seen, like, the beauty standard from, like, five, six hundred years ago? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it fluctuates, bro. It fluctuates. It fluctuates. Even, like, 20 years ago, like, the standard was wildly different. It was, like, that, like you said, it's the, the very, like, thin body, no bro. ass. Bro, 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 bro. The the sex appeal for Greeks back then, for Greek men, were other Greek men. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, in like the Middle Ages, like it used to be like like big, like fat women were more attractive. Like that was the the beauty standard. Yeah. And then like for a while, for like a really weird couple of months in the early two thousands, there was a style called like heroin chic. <laughs> I'm not even shitting I, you. I don't think I've heard of that, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's where you put, like, you make yourself look like a drug head. You, it's yeah. like shadow going like all the way down like that. And you're supposed to kind of like mess up your hair a little bit and like wear really stringy like clothes. Yeah. And that was like the look for like a couple months. Yeah. And they're like, you look like you're a drug addict. Yeah. And see, now I, I, intuitively feel like we've reached like the final beauty standard because i feel like like the ideal body has like shifted to being more of like a natural healthy figure you know like I mean, we're we're we're, we're, we're way more about like self-love and like acceptance but like generally like you know it's not to say there's any like one like right type of body to have but i i feel like generally we've shifted more towards accepting like more like natural bodies but that is because i'm growing up in this time yeah i mean i think it's it's become more about like hey look how you want to look and be happy yeah so my my point is it's not objective in any way my point is that uh it's not because of authoritarian tolerance or anything like that it's just 
sometimes you nut to one thing, then the next decade you nut to something else. Yeah, sometimes the things you nut to now, like, they just become not interesting anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to highlight this reply from at Deep Fat Fried Pod. Uh, I like that name. Yeah. Uh, It's capitalism, not authoritarianism. A lot of women are overweight now and want to feel represented. Body positivity is uh, body positivity is in thicknesses in fat women need swimsuits sold to them too. outrage from crybabies like Jordan Peterson sells more magazines than thin blonde model number 765. You know, I think Jordan Peterson never realized or never heard the saying from his mom. If you have nothing to say, if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big part of, of why I wanted to talk about him in particular, because his whole career is based on just being an asshole. Yeah. And then dressing it up in this like philosophical, like facade. Um, but I, I just think that this response really highlights not just why what he said was bad, but why it's inconsistent with what he said before. Cause he is a very like capitalist dude. Like he mm-hmm. fully despises uh, Marxism and the communist manifesto, a book he has never read more than anyone else. Well, to be fair, the communist manifesto is a lot of like, this is why capitalism is bad, but no real solutions. Have you read it? No, I heard a review on it. You heard her? Okay. I haven't read it either, to be fair. I own a copy of the Communist Manifesto, but Tony Hawk can keep his stuff. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but... But Tony Hawk can keep his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was talking with someone, I don't remember who, he was talking with someone about like why he hates Marxism so much. And he was like, it's evil and it's meritocracy is is good instead. And I like billionaires. And the person was like pressing him like, oh, so like, what don't you like? And he's like, it's um, authoritarian. And he was like, did you read it? He was like, I skimmed some things talking about it uh, on a plane on Ambien. <laughs> He should have just been, he should have done what like President Clinton did, um, except like slightly different. He should have just said, well, well I did not have sexual relations with relations that book. Relations with this book. Yeah. He should have I just been like, fuck my book. I didn't put this, di- my dick on this book. <laughs> I didn't do anything weird with this <laughs> book. conversation with his wife, like, honey, I'm sorry. I've been unfaithful. I've been, I've been fucking the communist manifesto. <laughs> But I just imagine him being like, um, it depends on what the definition of of what it is. Yeah. Can we even agree on what reality is, really? I mean, like, it's all subjective, but also there's a lot of objective things, too. And really, at the end of the day, I don't know if we can agree. Um, But anyway, yeah, so Jordan Peterson is like a very, like, capitalist dude. So, like using this argument against what he's saying is really effective because it like it shows a huge inconsistency in his in his beliefs he believes like in like free markets and stuff but he doesn't like it when the free market decides to platform thick women yeah 
Yeah, that's what I always like. That's always the issue I see with these like pro capitalist people where they're like, yeah, capitalism is the best. And I don't like fat girls. And then people are like, oh, I don't like that you don't like fat girls and that you're saying this on your platform that I'm sponsoring. I'm yeah. Gonna, no same, with, sponsor same with the thing. free speech guys. And then they're just like, and they're just like, uh, the, 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 the communism it's communism yeah authoritarianism is when someone does something i don't like authoritarianism, authoritarianism is when is someone when has the, the freedom to do something i don't like yeah i mean i think authoritarianism has something more to do with the government than individuals banding together to agree on one common thing i don't know kind of sounds like you're doing crt right now he doesn't know. You're falling victim to to the woke mob and um, authoritarian tolerance. See, audience, he doesn't know that I'm not actually frozen. I do know. No, he doesn't. I can see you. I can see your mouth moving. No, you can't. I. <laughs> this has never worked. It will this time. We're having a conversation right now. I can. I can hear. I. I. You know, I'm just going to let Dr. Phil say it for me. <laughs> Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. I think the car would see me first and be like, yo, bro, you good? They'd just be like, you frozen? Hey, bro, you good? <laughs> you know, I feel like that'd be like, okay, like I remember one time my moped broke down and all these bikers started passing me, and I was like, "Ha, oh, this is ironic because I'm broken down, and they're keep they're biking." Mm-hmm. And then one biker pulled over, and he was just like, "Hey, bro, are you good?" And I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm good. Thanks for asking, my guy." And we, I gave him a handshake and everything, and I was like, "It just broke down. It's fine. I'll call someone." And he's like, "Cool." And he biked away, and my moped started up again, and I rode past him, and I asked him, "Do you think if you drank gasoline, you'd be able to ride your bike faster?" <laughs> and then I sped past him. <laughs> this has nothing to do with that but <laughs> when you said i gave him a hand like the autofill in my head was like job hand job yeah i blew him i gave him a blow job yeah and then i put his i put his semen in my in my moped <laughs> and it started up again yeah uh i also want to highlight another reply to this tweet saying sorry not beautiful uh someone replied with a screenshot of a tweet from Dr. Jordan B. Peterson from 2017 saying, 90% of those who watch my videos are male. Why? Why so few women? This is why. Yeah. This is why. You You can't be like, I hate women, and then be like, why don't women watch me? You know why women are sometimes a lot smarter than men? Uh, Because they don't watch Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah, and also because sometimes they just like work together better than men do. Mhm. Just the the lack of self-awareness is incredible. It's just amazing. It's just great. Like, yeah, why why don't women uh listen to me? Meanwhile, you're like I hate women and if you look a way that isn't sexually appealing to me, like yeah. you're just worse. He might as well be be like I ain't jerk enough to no fat bitches. He yeah, that's basically what he's that. saying. Um, but actually, even like his fan base is is like the people that like listen to him are yeah. like, bro, this isn't it. Like, take like, the hey, L, man. Like, listen, you're more on philosophy than you are on this stuff, man. Come on, like, let's yeah, let's change bases here. 
Yeah, so I want to highlight a few responses that I found in the article I was reading. Uh, one of his fans said, Sheesh, at Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, grimacing emoji, big fan here. I find my girlfriend with a body type like this quite beautiful. Dial it, uh, dial it back a bit, homie. See, and that's like a respectable, like I can respect someone who likes Jordan Peterson and also was like, hey man, but actually I'm not your fucking sycophant. Yeah. Yeah, like you're not cucking yourself to him. Yeah, that's very respectable. Uh, Someone else wrote, I think that's a little harsh to tweet, Jordan. You could just leave this alone to the people who do find it beautiful. Although I don't agree with the political correctness behind it all, of course. That one... Uh, same general sentiment, but me. they had to leave it with like, but of course it's because of political correctness that we're, that we're seeing like, thick women. Yeah. Uh, this reply was very concise. Uh, I like you, JP, but take the L here. She is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, don't, just don't. When the fans seem more sane than the clinical psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, by the way, he is supposed to be a clinical psychologist. Like but he's, he's still supposed to be helping people. He still talks like a like a 14-year-old. If he, it sounds like he should be on like a Trump-esque like a Trump-esque committee on political correctness. Yeah, he just just why? And don't. Yeah. But then actually that same day, uh Jordan Peterson wrote a, a huge thread uh, in the worst way possible, he just kept quote tweeting himself, so it's not all like in one thread. But uh, the same day, May sixteenth, he said, "I recently, I recently stopped accessing Twitter for three. I forgot to do the funny voice at first for three weeks as an experiment. I had some of my staff post video links, etc. It was a genuine relief. I started to read and write more. I started using it again a few days ago, and I would say that my life's got worse again almost instantly." And then he like goes on about like the flood of vicious insults and how he's like, I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore. If I have anything important to say, I'll make a video about it or I'll write an article. And he, uh, do you want to guess what happened after he said he was going to quit Twitter? Like maybe I'll give you, I'll give you a multiple choice question. Hours after he just joined up again here. All right. So. Uh, your your possible choices are A, he quit Twitter, or B, he was extremely active on Twitter. I'm going to go with B. Uh, you would be correct. Yeah, he uh, d- he didn't stop. He he ha- he does this, like it's like a cycle for him. He's like, I'm going to quit Twitter because Twitter sucks, and I'm going to leave and buy my new book and um and watch my videos and i'm gonna read my new book where i talk about my grandma's pubic hair (laughs) more on that later um but yeah so i just find it really funny that prior to this prior to this day he had not accessed twitter himself for three weeks and what made him break his silence was he just had to be mean to this to this woman <laughs> that's why and I basically he been on here no oh my he was God. he was posting but like it was through that's his staff funny. so like that's he told really his staff funny. change my password and i'll just tell you what to tweet and then you tweet it 
That's now, I don't really know if he funny. personally tweeted this or if he like did it through his staff like he did with other things. But I These just love the idea. Find the weirdest hills to die I, on, man. I know. I love the idea that for three weeks he was like, none of it's worth it. I'm out. I no contact. Look, this is I'm doing a detox. This is for my own health. I'm sorry, who who's on the cover? Who's who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Excuse me. A a thick woman. Well, we just can't have this. <laughs> oh man, that's just weird. Ash, I'm trying to make like a analogy for alcoholics, and but it's not like it's just this is so nonsensical. It's just, yeah, I yeah, sure. If you want to make an analogy out of it, it's like he stopped drinking for three weeks and then started again because he saw a thick woman on a magazine cover. It doesn't yeah. translate very well, but no. I mean, that's what happened. That's what happens. Speaking of drinking, I'm going to go quickly get a glass of water. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Okay. Man, I love being a neoliberal. Yeah. What? Nice. Come. What? I don't know. <clears throat> Hello. Hey. Uh, so next up in the timeline, this is from the same month. Now, technically, this came out may of last year 2021 but it kind of resurfaced at the end of the month may of this year uh when hasanabi hassan piker uh had adam khan over on his stream and they reacted to this but some audio from jordan peterson's new audiobook maps of meaning resurfaced and there's a particular passage where he talks about a dream that he had of his grandmother and I'm going to play this uh, for the audience and we're going to all listen to this together. And just if, if the thought of someone fucking their own grandmother is upsetting to you, uh, just know you're not alone. All right, here we go. go I dreamed I saw my maternal grandmother sitting by the bank of a swimming pool, which was also a river. Her genital region was exposed dimly. It had the appearance of a thick mat of hair. She was stroking herself absentmindedly. She walked over to me with a handful of pubic hair compacted into something resembling a large artist's paintbrush. She pushed this at my face. I raised my arm several times to deflect her hand. Finally, unwilling to hurt her or interfere with her any further, I let her have her way. She stroked my face with the brush gently and said, like a child, isn't it soft? I looked at her ruined face and said, Yes, Grandma, soft. <laughs> that is a real thing that Dr. Jordan B. Peterson decided not only to write, but also publish and then record himself saying and then publish again. Could you imagine the dude in the recording studio? I'm sorry. Could you imagine the yeah. dude who's just like probably like hung over from like a party you went to the night before? He hits record and he's just like, and my grandmother came up to me with a thing of pubic hair. Excuse me? <laughs> imagine imagine being his editor. Like you he's done like four 12 rules for life books and he's written about like why whatever. And then you're like, okay, all right, Jordan, you got a new you got a new book for us and all right, let me let me take a look. And then and then you read this part. I dreamed I saw my maternal grandmother sitting So he, so you're a self-help guy. 
And what you're doing right now is basically admitting you need help. What is this? What, what, what are you trying to make me publish right now? And he's like, look, who's the author here? Okay, it's me. And if anyone, if, if, if anyone knows what sells a book, it's, it's me. And what sells a book and what sells a book is telling everyone on the, on planet earth that my grandma's a gilf that you have these Freudian dreams about fucking your own grandmother. A few months ago, I called Jordan B. Peterson, a modern day Sigmund Freud. And that's really held up. Yeah. That is, that is held up incredibly well. And I mean that in the most derogatory way possible. Like, and like, not the parts where, like, he came up with the ego and other things that Sigmund Freud did. Yeah, just the incest stuff. Just Just the the incest incest and cocaine stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I have a a link to the Goodreads page with that quote. Uh, Just, just thought I'd include that just to, just to show like, it's, it's a real book. Funny story. It sounds like it's AI generated. It sounds like some, it sounds like a deep fake. But it's not funny. Um, funny story. Um, Sigmund Freud. Uh, he did a lot of cocaine, and he recommended it to his friends. Who was like, "This is completely non-addictive." And then he was like, a couple months later, like, "This is very addictive." Yeah. <laughs> and his friends got addicted to cocaine. Is there any drug that we haven't done that with? Like cigarettes, we did that. Uh, like most Alcohol. of the opioids, we did that. Yeah ibuprofen we're gonna find out in like five to ten years that it gives you cancer gets you addicted and it's it's also it's also a real gateway drug like not like this is how we're gonna find out it's not like the active ingredient of ibuprofen that actually like causes cancer it's like the additives and they and the companies knew that yeah (laughs) they just didn't care and the fda was just like that's how it goes that's how it goes. And That's they gave them like a it. $2 million fine, which is like pennies yeah. to what they made. Anyway, I want to jump ahead to June of this year. We got the whole Elliot Page situation. Uh, if you don't know uh, anyone in the audience, uh, Elliot Page uh, is an actor and he just transitioned. Uh, he was formerly Ellen Page from like Juno and the X Men movies. Which X Men movies? Uh, he was, uh, Kitty Pride. I know he was in, I want to say the second one. Anyway, so, like, a few months ago, he announced, like, hey, I'm Elliot Page now. Uh, it, I'm proud to announce that I have made it to this point in my life where I am announcing that I have transitioned. And the general reaction was, like, cool, good, be yourself, that's awesome. But, of course, that being a good thing, Jordan Peterson just could not let it be. And he Come tweeted, on, man, do the Paul McCartney and let it be. Yeah. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. I mean, it's all about octopus. <laughs> I wrote a tweet calling someone the wrong gender. Um, he tweeted, remember when pride was a sin and Ellen Page just had her breasts removed by a criminal physician. And that, of course, being a, a, a bullying tweet was taken down for violating Twitter's rules against bullying and, and harassment. So Jordan got his account suspended and Twitter was like, hey, just delete this tweet. And then within like 12 hours, you can have your account back. This isn't a ban. It's a suspension because you objectively broke our rules. 
this being a private platform. And so Jordan Peterson did like the opposite of a reasonable reaction and he made an entire like 15 minute two camera setup video like professionally produced basically complaining lying saying he was banned from Twitter. That's great. Yeah, you don't have to watch the video but you should like click on the link I'm just ex- the link I'm just labeled so Twitter ban. With all these fucking like dudes being like, like, I get banned for saying controversial things. No, you get banned for bullying, and not even yeah. banned in this situation. And I'm just but just oh. click on that link. Look at how like produced it is. Oh my god, this is terrible. Every other video he makes, especially like impromptu shit, it's all like webcam videos, like in his office. But he decided that this was so important, he needed to do a not only like a professional like interview setup, like the shit we learned in film class, like yeah. he had to do a two camera setup for this video. Have you noticed how fucked up his bottom teeth are? Yeah. Um, like I'm like, hang on, I'm gonna I'm looking into this. Yeah, he he's got some fucked up bottom teeth, bro. Yeah, he gave us a couple of great sound bites from that video, though, so I can't be too mad about it. Uh, the The first one, this this one, I I wanted to play. I I was gonna play the whole video, but it, it would take too much time. But this particular clip that I'm about to play sounds so weird. Like it sounds like spliced together. But this is all one take. This is just how he talked in that moment. I should at least know exactly what I did wrong. If I am required to acknowledge that my tweet violated the Twitter rules. What rules, you sons of bitches? I love the what rules, you sons of bitches line. But like, who talks like that? It's like he has some like restraint. Like he's trying to like, it's like just. He sounds like he's trying to cook dinner while, he's, while he's talking. Not, he's, it's like he's focused on something else also. Like it. If I am to acknowledge that my tweet. It's like when. People make those videos of like Obama singing Call Me Maybe, like where it's like a bunch of like spliced together yeah. sound clips. It sounds like that. Like usually when you swear, you kind of spit it out like to get like, like, fuck you. Right. You kind of yeah. get it out like that. He's like, he's like restraining <laughs> it. He's like, what rules you sons you. of bitches? What he rules so- you sons of bitches? You know what he sounds like? One, he sounds like a child swearing. Two, he sounds like every black comedian's impression of a white guy. A white guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, I'm going to do my taxes, like, voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's what man. he sounds I like. Love, he sounds like I, a parody. I don't, why, I don't know why I love those parodies of white people, because it's so well-earned. Yeah, it's and so they're well they're almost earned. always accurate too. It's almost like yeah, that's us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he also, uh, I agree with that. He also gave us this voice clip, which is definitely going to come back in this show a lot because I love it so much. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. And I love how everyone has had a field day with that quote, like editing it into like video games and stuff, like making it sound like he's like a boss battle. <laughs> i love how um how in the video he's trying to look as stoic as possible i know it's so goofy everything about that video is so performative especially because yeah. at the end there's like a daily wire ad 
Of course there is. Like the end screen is like Jordan Peterson now on the Daily Wire. You can't silence him. It's ridiculous. Like this was an ad. Yeah. Like this was transparently an ad for his show on the Daily Wire. It's just a grift. And that's like his whole career. It's just a grift to to make Mm -hmm. money from right-wing weirdos. Mm -hmm. And also throughout the video, he keeps referring to Elliot Page. Uh, whose pronouns are he, him, just like As half she. the fucking population, right? Does he keep on saying she? He Well, first, like the video opens with him being like, I was talking about Ellen Page. Oops, I meant to say Elliot. Did I dead name you? Oops. And then it, he he just keeps like acting like he's being silenced when really he's the one fucking up. And just being mean. But also, Mm -hmm. so throughout the video, he's like, and and Elliot Page, he, her, she, them, whatever, whatever this person's pronouns are. And it's like, we, buddy. It's not whatever, man. It's It's the same as yours. Sorry, I apologize. He has been very upfront about what he prefers to be called. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a mystery. Like we're not we're not doing brain surgery here. And like this like, is very okay. simple. And like the thing is, he has the same pronouns as Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. They're both mm-hmm. he him. Yeah. I you know, like I feel bad for the dudes who are just bad at remembering these things, but have no ill will toward people who are just like transgender. Yeah, and well those people feel- do like like trans people are very understanding at least from like my interactions and like what I've heard, you know, trans people say. Like if yeah. you if you genuinely like need some time to adjust and like you slip up here and there but like you're making an effort, like that's yeah. fine. Like that's understandable. But it's the people just, like, like Jordan Pearson. Yeah, if you just slip up, it's fine. But like if you are intentionally trying to belittle someone and invalidate yeah. their identity, that's where the problem lies. That's mm-hmm. where the problem starts. Definitely. Um, that's why, like, um, like, bro, I, I don't know. get some like, bitches I, on your dick. Honestly, here's the thing. Like, whenever I find myself in a position where I can't like d- remember exactly what someone's pronouns are, I just refer to them as as they as like a filler until I figure it out. Yeah, it's it's asexual. It acknowledges them as being a person. Yeah, yeah. That's um, just what you do anyway. That's what you do yeah. regardless. Like, like if you like, this, or like if if someone looks really androgynous cool. and you're like you don't know them and you're like pointing to them from across the room, like I just said now, you say like them, like hey, can you get their attention for me? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know, like it's the same shit this? we've been doing. How about, with the, how about we do this? One in doubt, just say they. Yeah, yeah, that's the general rule, and it's not that hard. Or if you and the other person are both comfortable with each other, each other, you can ask. Like yeah. Once you've passed that boundary of being like, uh, like getting to know each other and being like, hey, listen, I don't know what your pronouns are. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the situation. Like if you know that like you both are like, like in that like crowd, I guess. Like if you, if you know that this person like is like socially conscious enough to like know like what it means to ask for someone's pronouns, you can generally ask for their pronouns. Now, if you're meeting like your mom's friend at church probably asking what are your pronouns would, to a priest would have a like, different reaction pronouns? yeah 
But Although like the priests who are like, hey, I want to call you by your proper pronouns. Let me know what your pronouns are. That's a cool priest. I think that's a pretty cool yeah. guy or gal. Yeah. But I, I think what we're saying is the proper response to it. If you don't know, say they or ask. It it's not a complicated issue. Mm-mm. It's we're wasting so much time on this. Yeah, like, not a lot just on the show, like just societally. Yes, just like, yeah, let's as move a society. On. Yeah, yeah, we really should be moved on. We should have been moved on from this a long time ago. But it seems like people like Jordan Peterson, they see this complicated issue of like like gender identity and like, you know, what what do you what do you call someone whatever? Like how do you navigate this? And they see that, they see the question of like how do you like generally navigate the situation and they're like well, since it's a question, I'm just going to throw in the towel and say this is all uh, CRT and political correctness, and I'm not even going to bother trying Alex, to find the answers <laughs> to the questions that I'm asking in bad faith. You forget, he actually gets paid for doing this shit. Yeah, yeah, now now on the Daily Wire, Jordan Peterson, you can't silence him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this, is, this should all be treated with the assumption that he's not acting in good faith. He's not genuinely mm-hmm. asking questions like, how do you navigate mm-hmm. this social situation? He's not mm-hmm. trying to get an answer to that. He's just trying to invalidate people's identities. Yeah. That's like how his whole career started, because he wouldn't refer to his students by their preferred pronouns. Yeah. But what if it's a girl with a mustache, but she's a, like, it's a she, she's a she, and he's just like, you look too much like a man, he... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Uh, gender is usually i mean usually it's like pretty easy to tell like if someone's you know but like even with cis people gender can be ambiguous yeah like traits that are that are masculine can be found in cisgender women like being like buff and shit you know what i i really love when people are like um when they're like we need a definition of what a woman is. How about someone who can give birth? And it's just like, so what about infertile women? Your grandmother is no longer a woman. What, yeah. The day she hit menopause, she was no longer a woman. Or they're like, or they're like, um, someone with uh, uh, XY chrom- Wait, XY's girl, right? I have no idea. I forget. I know it has to do with the chromosomes. I forget which one is which because I'm also dyslexic. Um, I've never seen a chromosome, so I can't even be convinced that they exist. Yeah. Um, I said, like, what about people with these chromosomes? And it's like, what about people with Down syndrome? Also, intersex people exist. Also, intersex people exist. Yeah. Um, so that. And they're like, well, someone who looks like they're a girl. And it's just like, what So what does that trans- mean? Yeah. See, we're circling back to the initial question. What does that mean? I what does looks like, like a woman mean? I think it'd be funny if like all these Are you a guy with long get- hair? Sorry, you're a woman now. You're a girl now. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be funny if all these like right wingers actually end up getting their way and it comes full circle. Yeah. Well, they're operating on like preschool rules. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like boy with long hair. That's a girl. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> a guy with a kilt. That's a girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, like, I, I remember squish. what I was going to say. Um, oh, socialist girl. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but you reminded me, Matt Walsh did a whole documentary called What is a Woman? Matt Walsh is the guy that we, we've covered him before. He's the one that goes okay. to school board meetings, and he's like, my kid that doesn't exist, that doesn't go here, uh, is going to learn CRT, and uh, I'm going to disrupt your meeting. 
So he made this whole documentary called What is a Woman? Basically as a, a hit piece against the transgender community. Yeah. And he, part of the documentary, I, I listened to uh, an episode of the H3 podcast uh, where Hassan was on and they were talking about, or they were reacting to this clip, but he interviewed this, um, I think like a gender studies professor, uh, Matt Walsh interviewed this guy and he was like, so what is a woman? And he was like asking him to explain all this stuff. And the guy was like responding like in an academic capacity. Like mm-hmm. he was genuinely responding to the question and he was like, he, he he was treating him very like politely and he was, yeah he was explaining like, it's a very complicated issue and there's, and, you know, it's multifaceted and a lot of it is cultural and, and all this. And Matt Walsh like completely ruined it. One by acting in bad faith the entire time. Like at the end, after the professor like explained all of this stuff, he was like, Oh, uh, so what is a woman? A woman is when vagina, right? And the guy was like, Oh my fucking god, I, I I'm not I don't want to do this anymore. But the yeah. thing is, he also ruined it in the edit by like skipping over, like montaging all of this guy's explanation. Like he went into yeah. this lengthy explanation because it's yeah. a very loaded question. And he, yeah. was, and he just like cut it together into a montage as if to say, isn't this so boring? Let's not listen to him. Let's not listen to the facts. I asked Let's... a question and I'm not going to listen to the answer. Yeah. You can't make this shit up. These are the facts. Don't care about your feelings, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and facts don't care facts. about your feelings, but my feelings oh. don't care about facts. Take that liberals. Yeah. Just don't. audience don't listen to these guys don't assume they're acting in good faith because they're not they're not they're absolutely not anyway uh after this video came out and after all the backlash came out uh kyle kalinsky interviewed jordan peterson on his podcast crystal kyle and friends and he uploaded a, a clip that i actually listened to last week um where he pressed him on this issue he was like talking kyle was like Hey, look, I don't, I don't know about the stuff with the kids. Like, I don't have a hard stance on that either way. But shouldn't an adult be allowed to transition if they want? Like, if if you're yeah. a grown person, don't you have, uh, you know, the right to at least treat your own body the way you want to? And there was like, like dead ass, like five seconds of silence while Jordan was like trying to come up with an answer to that because he yeah. doesn't really have an answer. Because if he says no, he's a massive hypocrite because he's also like a libertarian type. But if he, he says, yes, Elliot Page should be allowed to transition or any adult should be allowed to transition, then he's going back on his word. Yeah. I'm going to play this so we can listen to it together. I got the timestamp loaded up. But I do have a question about that specific tweet that did get you in trouble because, you know, you said something to the effect of. Um, well, I don't know if it got me in trouble. You know, I don't think I'm in trouble. Twitter banned me, but I don't consider well, that trouble. That's fair. Again, they didn't ban him. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair point. Um, but you said something to the effect of, remember when pride was a sin and um, mm-hmm. uh, the criminal physician. And Ellen Page just had her breasts cut off by a criminal physician. The criminal physician, exactly. So my question is, is the physician really criminal? If you agree that adults can decide to transition, then why would the physician be criminal? Don't adults have that right if they want to transition?
I have not paused the Not video. everything legal isn't criminal. Fuck you! Do they have that right? Oh, fuck <laughs> you! That is the definition of not... What are you talking about? I was not kidding. He paused for so long because he was like trying to calculate a response to this. So anyway, he then goes on to say not everything, uh, not everything wrong is criminal, and he basically no, he said he said not everything legal isn't criminal. Yeah, not everything legal isn't criminal. Wait, if you want to roll that, back, I want to make sure I have this right. Yeah, let's let's listen to that again. Not everything legal isn't criminal. Not everything. Not legal everything isn't. legal isn't criminal. So, first of all, I want to explain what he then goes on to say. He basically compares the surgeon, and he's done this else elsewhere too, not just in this interview. He compares the surgeon that did Elliot Page's top surgery to Nazi, like war criminal, like scientists, like the the people that did like experiments on twins and shit. Saying that they're on the so same done level. With these people. Now I'm the so problem with these people. The like the problem with the internal logic of Jordan Peterson's whole like brand is that one of his rules for life is be precise in your language, which is good advice. Being precise yeah. in your language is incredible advice. You always you should never it should never be ambiguous what you're no, trying to say. Legal isn't criminal. Is mayonnaise an instrument? And he's also talked about like, like basic. Well, one of the, one of the responses that I saw to this was like, Hey, Jordan, you're one, you're not being precise in your language. And two, you're trying to redefine an already defined word. You're trying to redefine what criminal means. Yeah. Cause he was pressed like, Hey, <laughs> the surgeon didn't break any laws. And so he's like, well, actually what I meant because I was imprecise in my language was that it's, I, I personally didn't like it. So that means that he broke the, the laws that exist in my heart is what he said. Hmm? I think it's yucky. Yeah. I think said. it's yucky. He, <laughs> the surgeon broke the, the laws that exist within my heart and soul. So, okay. Are you familiar with the Hippocratic Oath? I uh, yeah yeah do no harm. So do no harm. So I've seen Doctor thing. Strange. Yeah. Uh. So here's the thing: Nazi doctors didn't have that. Yeah. They didn't. I mean, the doctors who were working on like actual Nazis did, but the people who were working on like Jewish slaves, no, they just did whatever. So one, that you're wrong. Two, also like. To, to do no harm also includes, like, not doing this against the person's will. Yeah. Um, which is its own ethical thing. Like, even if you have cancer, if you refuse treatment, they cannot treat you. Right? To right. do no harm. Right? So, Jordan, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. Yeah, there's and not even everything. a way to spin it so that he's correct. There's no interpretation there's no angle on this where he comes out on top also like he made hippocratic oath when he became a clinical psychologist yeah um like he knows this yeah so then later on kyle questions him about like what he's said about why it's like oh so dangerous for elliot page to transition because jordan's take on it is if kids see adults transition then they're going to want to become trans which isn't true it's it's you've seen this graph probably but it's the graph like showing like left-handedness over time and how there was a huge uh, spike hit me there yeah. was a so there 
where like no left-handed people. Then there was this huge spike that just so happened to come when we stopped like basically criminalizing left-handedness. It used to be. What year was this? I don't remember what year exactly, but it was sometime in the past. It used to be like in. It was in the past. It was either yesterday or three hundred years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Sometime that's not now or the future. Uh, Yeah. It used to be in schools. If you wrote with your left hand, they would like beat like you for you. it and like yeah. they would beat that out of you make you write with your right hand then when we stopped doing that the rate of left-handedness rose like crazy and then it eventually plateaued and it's added actually, it's it's where it is now my first grade teacher was originally left-handed and she was forced to write right-handed in catholic school i cannot believe you made her write with her right hand yeah i put a gun to she her was head originally said, left-handed at the beginning of the year but by golly i <laughs> by golly i took out that you know I, I took out that uh that ruler and i was ready to smack when she didn't <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> um but anyway you see the same thing happening now with trans people and, and like gay people like now that it's not actively discouraged by society you see the the you know, percentage of people that identify as like gay, trans, whatever, start to rise. And Jordan yeah. Peterson points to that and he's like, see, the people are becoming trans because of Elliot Page. And Kyle like brought up like the left handedness thing and he's like talked about, uh, talked about it before with other people. But Jordan Peterson unironically believes, even after being pressed on it, he says he, that Elliot Page is turning kids trans. No one should take him seriously after that because As, it's been yeah, debunked kids so are just thoroughly. Mindless drones. Yeah, kids. Uh, I mean, obviously, we all know, uh, you know, gay kids that have uh, straight parents don't exist. If you yeah. if you grow up with straight parents, uh, it's impossible to be gay. And if you if you, you know if you grow up with seeing only straight people in media, you it's impossible to become gay. You know what's funny? adopted kids sometimes figure out that they're gay yeah yeah like after the after they are like within puberty it yeah it's it's not like an external thing i mean it you can like debate like nature versus nurture for all kinds of like childhood traits or whatever but i think it's generally accepted you at least don't see a gay person and then become gay or see a trans person then become trans Let's point out how pointless this conversation is because who cares who likes what and which hole? That's who true. Who cares? That's the other part who of this. Who cares? Don't that, rape people. That's, that's my thing. Yeah, that's the other part of it. Like it's not a moral issue. It's not it's not bad to be trans or gay or anything like that. It's one, you're making a mountain out of a molehill because you think it's bad to be LGBT. And then you're making another bigger mountain out of this mountain you've made out of the molehill by saying like it's because you see the trans people in media it's like just just, just get some bitches on your dick just don't rape people get i don't care laid, what you like jordan peterson is what i have to say i think he's married yeah okay get laid that's what i have to say but yeah i, I think i've touched on this jordan peterson is not being silenced by any means he made this incredibly overproduced video, this 15-minute video, <laughs> sponsored by the biggest right-wing media organization in the world that is itself sponsored by billionaires. He, he's not being silenced. He's being extremely propped up. He's being yeah. platformed more than most people. Yeah. 
if he's silenced, we're extra silenced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he has this huge platform. He has a fan base. If you have a fan base, it's pretty hard to be silenced. Agreed. Yeah. And again, he could just delete the tweet. Uh, doesn't even mean that he's going back on his word or anything. He could just delete the tweet because it violates Twitter's terms of service. And then he'd be back on the site. He, again, promised he was leaving. Yeah. He said, uh, I would rather die than delete this tweet. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. Go with that. Uh, okay. Martyr yourself. You want to be a martyr so hill. bad, do it. Yeah. Be a be a big macho man. Martyr yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, back to his back to the uh, the tweet originally though. Remember when pride was a sin? So he just he just wants you to suffer. Yeah, he just wants you to suffer for his abstract sense of comfort. It's not for any concrete reason either. It's just so he feels better knowing that there aren't trans people existing and being happy. Precisely, it doesn't materially affect him. So you're just suffering you are going through immense pain suppressing your own identity just so he can like feel a little bit better that people aren't different from him yeah and to cap off all this stuff i have a whole thread from uh at z squirrel at z e i underscore squirrel on twitter uh they put together this whole uh you know this whole thread compiling uh different jordan peterson moments where he's getting owned he's being hypocritical etc there's a great one that i'm a particular fan of uh hold on let me pull this up so we can listen to it together it's like it's like a minute and a half uh this is jordan peterson on joe rogan's podcast talking about the time that he was taken out for a whole month after drinking apple cider I, that sounds like I'm leaving out important details. I promise I am not. Then ate something. One of the things that both Michaela and I noticed was that when we restricted our diet and then ate something we weren't supposed to, the reaction to eating what we weren't supposed to was absolutely catastrophic. What did you so, do? What did you switch to? Or what did you eat, rather? Um, well, the worst response, I think we're allergic to, or allergic, whatever the hell this is, having an, uh, an inflammatory response to something called sulfites. And we had some apple cider that had sulfites in it. And that was really not good. Like I was done for a month. That was the first time I talked to Sam Harris. You were done for a month? Oh, yeah. It took me out for a month. It was awful. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I would say, so look. What, and what, so this is right before this whole truth conversation with Sam Harris that got during, stuck in the mud. During. During. So I, think were, the, I think the day I talked to Sam was like the worst day of my life. Not because of talking to Sam, but it was just physical. Oh Jesus, I was so dead. But I, so, I didn't want to not do it. Apple cider, like what, what was it, it doing? In it. What was it doing to you? Oh, it, it it produced an overwhelming sense of impending doom, and I seriously mean overwhelming. Like there's no way I could have lived like that if that would have lasted for. See, Michaela knew by that point that it would probably only last a month, and I was like a month. Yeah, from a month. Fucking cider. Oh, I didn't sleep that that month. I didn't sleep for 25 days. I didn't sleep what? at all. I didn't sleep at all for 25 days. How is that possible? That, that, that I'll tell you, you how it's possible. You lay in bed, uh, frozen in something approximating terror for eight hours, and then you get up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Not and good. this is from so, fucking cider. From cider. That's what we thought. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this will be linked in the description. Go through this whole thread. It's great. 
Uh, we don't have time to go through all of it, but it's just a great compilation. Sulfates don't do that. Now, you know, if you are a, a right-wing grifter and you go on Joe Rogan's podcast, the ultimate like badge of shame from that experience would be Joe Rogan pushing back on you because he does not do that unless you are like extra grifty that day. Yeah. He had a guy on Joe Rogan yeah. had a guy on his podcast who was a race realist and he talked about why black people are dumber because they have different skull shapes. And his response to that was, Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. So like the bar, the bar for bullshit for Joe Rogan is so fucking high. And Jordan Peterson managed to clear that by saying he went a whole month without sleep because of apple cider. And you know what the context of that was? What? So he was doing a talk with Sam Harris and he was asked to define truth, which is a very, you know, lofty request. Like it's difficult for anyone to do that, but he, like that's his whole thing. His whole thing is like I care about truth and I I can define things that are impossible to define. Um, and then he couldn't define truth. So that whole story was to say why he was unable or he wasn't like up to snuff at that event. So instead of just taking the L and being like, yeah, you know, you can't just define truth. It's a very difficult thing to to talk about in an objective manner. He decided that it was better to say he was taken out by apple cider for an entire month. And yep. he was in a state of perpetual doom because of apple cider. Yep. Meanwhile, this man is like addicted to benzos. Well, there's a that's the thing. I wouldn't say addicted because if he's taking it as um as prescribed, like you you will have to taper down, which is the reason why he was able to stop because he wasn't addicted. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know the details of that. I won't go into like the what like the specifics of his addictions, but he does have various drug problems. Does he? He does. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, the idea that this man who has very well-known drug problems is like, like what? yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't look into that because it's, okay. it's not like the most important thing. Um, but just the idea that he would be like, yeah, apple cider has just it has sulfides in it. And, you know, I, I just can't handle that. You know, there was a Louis CK bit that I, that I heard, by the way. Not in support of Louis C.K. I just like this bit. Yeah, he's not a good guy by all not accounts. Not a good guy, but he's I'm not very supporting funny. him. Very funny. I, I I hate to say it. Honestly, hate to say it. I wish he wasn't. Funny. I wish he wasn't as funny. I wish that someone else was him. Yes. was as funny as he is. <laughs> I wish someone but, else was him. Yeah, but it, it it's something along the lines of like, um, of course, but maybe. Yeah. So like, of course. Children with peanut allergies should be kept away from peanuts in the classroom. <laughs> I love this bit. They should be protected from any peanut because any amount of peanut can kill them. But maybe if a legume kills you, you should die. Yeah, of course. Being a drug addict doesn't make you a bad person. Of course, we of should course. do everything we can to support people in mental health crises. But maybe... If you're that person, you shouldn't be giving out life advice, and maybe you shouldn't be talking about how apple juice took you out for a month. Uh, you know, of course, you know, I, I, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as the peanut thing, but of course, like, 
you should do what's good for you and keep a good diet and keep yourself healthy. But maybe if apple cider makes you not sleep for 25 days, maybe you should just die. (laughs) Yeah. Or not drink apple cider. Yeah. Was it like alcohol cider or was it just apple cider? As far as we know, just regular apple cider. So not even the fun shit. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. So to wrap this up. I think we've pretty well established no one should be taking this guy seriously. If you're trying to find meaning, if you're trying to like find some good self-help, there are way better places to go for that. Yeah. 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 And yeah, like doctor. I said, there's nothing wrong morally with any of his problems that he has. Like there's nothing wrong with, you know, not having your life together. There's nothing wrong with being a drug addict. It's not a moral failure, but maybe you shouldn't act as an authority in self-help if you are in desperate need of self-help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, my final point, I've mentioned this, mean-spiritedness isn't a political philosophy, and you shouldn't dress up mean-spiritedness in this, like, veil of, like, ideology. Because, like, you're just just being mean to people, and, like, that's not cool. I, I know that sounds, like, really basic, but like that's just that's when you boil it down to that's what this is all about. Yeah. Let's just be nice to one another. Yeah. And his right to be an asshole to everyone around him that's different from him should not be protected above people's actual real rights. Mm-hmm. Like your right to feel comfortable in the classroom, your right to not have your identity invalidated shouldn't be below your professor's right to call you whatever he wants. Yeah. And that's the moral here. That's the moral. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. We did. We did. Uh, I watched it last night in my, my Oculus Quest 2 in, in a virtual movie theater, and it was a fun experience. So we so, watched uh, Daybreakers. I really liked it. Um, I Good. Yeah, I watched a couple of videos about it last night. Um, I watched one like reviewing the movie and i didn't expect this but well i i guess looking back i think i i think i might have commented on the the scores when we were talking about it last episode but um i didn't expect the reviews to be generally negative Mm -hmm. because i i had a really good time watching it and it is fun it's a fun movie yeah i think the thing is i went in with wildly different expectations I viewed it as like a B movie with a great premise and everything, but it's like an action movie, but it says something, you know, Mm -hmm. I saw it as an action movie that says something about society. Yeah. I think, although I think the ending was really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't, I I expected more from the ending, but overall I still really enjoyed the movie, but I think other people went in with the expectation that it was going to be this like, philosophical commentary with a bit of action yeah and so i think the balance of like you know action adventure like sci-fi you know and like commentary i don't think it was balanced in a way that other people would prefer yeah and i think that's where the problem lies Mm -hmm. um but yeah so basically the the premise of the movie if you didn't watch it which you should it's on hbo max watch it if you haven't but basically what it's about is there's a there's a pandemic started by a bat and so basically it's like 
the pandemic, but instead of like that a didn't disease, age well, did it? it? It aged very well, depending on how you look at it. I yeah. view it as having aged particularly well. Okay, that's um, fair. Yeah, but yeah, so it's instead of like a disease spreading, like a like a zombie apocalypse kind of story. It's vampire stuff spreading. Yeah, it's like a vampire yeah. apocalypse, which I think mm-hmm. is more interesting than a zombie apocalypse. Because a yeah, zombie totally. apocalypse, it's been done to death. We've seen yeah. like classic horror zombies. We've seen like the World War Z zombies. I just Walking think it's dead been zombies. Yeah, Walking Dead zombies. It's been done to death. But I think replacing zombies in that situation with vampires makes it a lot more interesting because it's not people yeah. turning into like droves of mindless rotting creatures. It's people mm-hmm. that are generally like like they're still, still there. there. Yeah. But they do mix in um, a bit of like the zombie elements too, where they mm-hmm. have the subsiders, which are like, like if you don't have access to blood for long enough, you start to turn into like a a more bat like creature. You just yeah, and there's no way to reverse it, right? Like once you go full like bat person, I'm not sure. I thought they said something like there's like once you go full, there's like no way to reverse it. Um, they might have said something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But the whole, like, premise, like, what got me hooked on this idea was, like, oh, that's, like, what cultural changes would there have to be? Like, for instance. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought business- the opening was really strong where you see, like, this is this is society 10 years post-outbreak. Yeah, and, like, every, all business, like, work days are actually at night because yeah. they're vampires. And I really like and- the sort of neo-noir aesthetic. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I liked. They also had like really good actors, like oh, yeah. A-list actors. This, in this has movie. A, a great cast, and it's really cool because um, I, I get the feeling that, and this proves that's the good premise. I get the feeling that these actors were like, "Oh yeah, this is actually an interesting idea." Yeah, I was the review that I was watching last night talked about how there was like inconsistency between Ethan Hawke's performance and Willem Dafoe's performance. But then he was like, well, it could be chalked up to these different characters, uh, you know, coming from different places. That's how I see it. I don't see their differences in their performance as anything bad. I just see it as very reflective of who they are, of who these characters are. And they feel very much like real people. Yeah. Everything about this felt like real. It felt like a slice of this new society and i i really felt like i was peering into like a different timeline exactly um and i really liked um well remember the scene where the guy's brother comes home uh like towards the beginning and he has the bottle of blood yeah well i like how like uh the guy who's doing the research on making a synthetic blood though he's like technically not human anymore he hasn't lost his humanity yeah and he's like, listen, I don't like we I know we are now different from humans, but we should not be treating people like this. Yeah. I thought like the human farm stuff was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish that we could see more of it. Like I want to see yeah. like the operations of this facility. I want to see how the government like operates. Like, yeah, like I want to see like they the still have like a it, Senate. Yeah. Well, I want to see the point where it turned from like, like, let's figure out how to cure this pandemic too no let's just be vampires yeah yeah at, at some point it went from a human government trying to deal with vampires to a vampire government trying to deal with humans yeah yeah i feel like for this story we didn't need to see that i just but i just think it would be, be cool if there was like a different <laughs> installment featuring that 
And you know what? I like, I wish instead of making like, and I know I can only really say this like in 2020s decade. Um, I wish this would have been like an HBO miniseries rather than a movie. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we agree. Like we want to see more of this. Because I think the movie had too little budget for what they were trying to pull off. And so they had to reel back the story and kind of make it not as not as good as they wanted it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see how on the one hand, like, you know, we got a good story out of this and we it, it might, you know, be too much to keep making installments like in this world. Like you, you don't want too much of a good thing. But at the same time, I do really i I feel like this is like Star Wars in that you can have a bunch of different stories set in this framework. Yeah, and it doesn't all have to tie together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, like the Purge, the Purge series is very disconnected, and mm-hmm. like the I I I like how they did the series on Hulu, where like it shows like Purge Night from all these different perspectives. It would be cool mm-hmm. just to see more of this world, I think. Yeah. Of this like yeah, vampire sure. world. And like really, I think they should just make a miniseries. I think it's just really interesting because a miniseries could be like like three hour long episodes, maybe two hour long episodes. I don't know. Um, yeah. I just don't know what the story would be because we already got a good story like trying to find a cure and, and all that. With well, this. well, part of it was like trying to find a synthetic blood and they tested it and it didn't work. And like, they're just trying to figure this shit out. But then it turned out I they wish... already had a synthetic blood supply. But no, they, they made, didn't they? Sam, hadn't... Sam Neill at the end was like, we already got yeah. this synthetic blood. We just wanted to create this mass panic because oh. when we do manufacture this, people are going to want it and they're going to pay a pretty penny. And he was never okay. interested in a cure. And yeah. I I really liked that the like the commentary on capitalism mm-hmm. and the the pharmaceutical industry where like I like how vampires are still capitalist yeah um yeah some things never change but like mm-hmm. yeah where it's like we're not trying to cure this because there's no money in that the money yeah. is in the treatment mm-hmm. you know a lot of people sure. think this I you know I buy it but you know like have you heard like the idea like the pharmaceutical industry for all we know, could have cured cancer decades ago. Yeah, but I don't like diving into like conspiracy stuff. I know. Yeah, I I don't like I don't have any facts on it. Like I'm not gonna like say factually, well, but I, I will say, like, for all we know, like as a hypothetical, they could have, and if they did, they're not gonna like release it. Well, let me say this also, like, and with relevance to this cancer conspiracy theory, um, the orders of magnitude of silencing people would have to be so huge because we we've all had someone in our lives who's either suffered from cancer or died from cancer. Yeah. And there would have had to be one person on that project who was just like, fuck, we have a cure. Yeah. Right. It and would, it would like, be a hard thing to, to keep hidden. Impossible. It would be impossible. Yeah. It would be at least one person saying, Hey, this guy has a fucking cure. And this is like, I don't know how they do it, but here's like, the way yeah that's not to say like put any stock in conspiracy theories like yeah you know some some things just are true and some things are just not true and there's probably not a grand conspiracy to to cover up like the moon landing or anything like that um yeah but as a hypothetical you know like if the cure to cancer was found 
pharmaceutical industries, if they could help it, would not release it. And that idea is reflected. That or that, they would that like, flaw with the system is reflected yeah. in the story. Where it's or like we're not like trying to sell it. Like cure. We're trying and to have to, each dose is like three thousand dollars. Yeah. or more. Yeah, like if they could cure diabetes, they wouldn't do it because mm-hmm. it's more lucrative to sell insulin. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that that was, you know, a cool, you know, a, a good commentary in this where you're like, mm-hmm. you idiot, we already had the synthetic blood. You stupid idiot, you fucking dumbass. I thought you were doing this for fun. Wait, can you play Doctor Philbit? Uh, yeah, just a second. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. <laughs> That's true. It's so fitting for this movie. Yeah. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a... Yeah, like I was saying earlier, a lot of people went in expecting this to be a commentary on society with a bit of action. I I saw it as like an action movie with good commentary. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm happier for that, and I think it's a it makes a better viewing experience. Yeah, but yeah, what was there I liked, and yeah, what I what I sure. have liked more, absolutely. But does that make the movie bad? If anything, I think it makes the movie better. Yeah, I mean, I I think it got a little campy at the end. Um, yeah, I I don't you know, mind campy. I, don't I guess what I what I can't get over is the the loss of potential. Like I feel like it had the potential to be a, like even better movie. Yeah. And I just don't think it had, like, it had the A-list actors, it had the premise, and for at least two-thirds of the movie, it had the plot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, you know, I just think it could have been better, and that's the thing I can't get over, but I still think it was a great movie. Yeah, it absolutely could have done a lot of things better. There could have been more of what makes it good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I try not to fault movies for that, because, like, it was there. It made the movie good. Could it have been better yeah. if there was more? Yeah. But that doesn't mm-hmm. make it bad. Yeah. Um, I like that they're actually vampires, too. They're mm-hmm. not like Twilight they're... vampires. We're yeah. like, in Twilight, there's next to no downside to being a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like You're you gorgeous. Get, you You're get, fast. You yeah. don't have to eat. Yeah, you just get objectively hotter. You have superpowers. You uh, occasionally mold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you fuck hard oh dude as we will like, see in future yeah. installments to prevent your friends from eating your girlfriend you have to chuck her at a wall <laughs> yeah yeah you have to break all of her ribs because yeah. she got a paper cut yeah um but yeah like throughout twilight we're like hey why doesn't he just turn her into a vampire already and bella's like why don't you just turn me into a vampire already I like uh-huh. in this there's at least somewhat of a of a downside to being a vampire. There's still not much, but mm-hmm. you generally get the feeling like, oh, these guys don't experience life on the same level as humans do. Well, I also like how that one human or that one vampire senator is who's just like, we need to protect humans. They have rights. Yeah. Like, we are human, we just turned into vampires. Yeah, we're we're humans, but we got sick. Yeah. So let's protect normal humans because we also depend on them yeah uh but yeah i i do like that it's interesting there's there's a bit more of a con like there's definitely upsides but there's also downsides to being a vampire and i think that's really missing from twilight Mm -hmm. where like i really like that one scene where he gets in that car accident and the car is filled with humans yeah 
right? And they're like, oh shit, he's a vampire. He's just going to eat us. And he's like, no, go. Fucking go. Go that way. I'll throw the cops off. Yeah. Yeah. Like I In that, that, in that moment, scene. I did not know where it was going to go. I was like, is he going to yeah. like lure them into this false sense of safety? But no, he's actually just a good guy. And I like how he's clearly like, you can see it flash in his eyes like, I, I could really eat them right now. Yeah. I could really eat them and I'm, I'm turning into one of those crazy monsters. And like, even when they're in that car ride and they're going to that one barn, yeah. the lady's like, you're turning into one of those nasty things. Drink my blood. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't. She's like, you will eat us all if you don't drink my blood. Yeah. Here's my blood from my own volition. I'm giving you my blood. Yeah. And you can I still see even when he blood. does drink it, it's very reluctantly. Yeah, and you can see he's, like, not enjoying it. Like, you yeah. can tell he's enjoying it, but he's like, I shouldn't be enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked that. Um, I thought his character was great. But yeah, I, I feel like if Twilight took place in a world like this, it would be like a lot this. more interesting. Oh, one, yeah. be- one, because Twilight vampires aren't interesting, or they aren't, they aren't vampires, okay? They show up in reflections. These vampires don't show up in reflections. Thought that was a cool touch. <laughs> They're hemophiliacs um, who went to a gay bar. <laughs> uh there's there's like I, I i feel like there's more drama if bella is conflicted about being a vampire because in twilight mm-hmm. she's like eh, you know i don't know if i want to like live forever and have superpowers it's like yeah okay yeah but if it was like it is in this movie where again it's not entirely fleshed out you know particularly well but there's something there you can at least grab onto like bits of information like oh like when Willem Dafoe was talking about when he became human again, he was like, it's, it was like someone let the air back in the room. Like you, mm-hmm. you generally understand it just feels better to be human. Mm-hmm. I, I at least appreciated that. And I feel like there's more drama. If you have that sense, if you have yeah. the sense that like, you know, it would just, it would be a difficult decision. I, I, I yeah. think there's more drama with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I wrote this down so I don't forget. Um, I mentioned earlier the, the, vampire stuff kind of reflects capitalism and it it's you know used as a, mm-hmm. as a critique and stuff and i really like how in the end the solution is eat the rich is it yeah it's literally eat the rich like consume the body of a rich man i mean yeah because because like, ethan, ethan hawk's character was like oh no don't 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 bite me and then sam mm-hmm. neil bites him and then he turns back into a human and he was like, ha ha, joke's on you. The cure was uh, treated blood and you're human now. And then they send him down the elevator and all the soldiers yeah. like just chow down on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eat the rich. Okay. Yeah. I mean, take that as you will. I thought that, see, in my very literal sense, I was like, no, the cure is letting someone on fire briefly before extinguishing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say cure. that that bit is kind of a weak point of the story, you know, because like you, it, it, it takes you in this direction where it's like, Oh, the cure is this like specific procedure. Yeah. Um, and they're putting all of this time into replicating it to turn mm-hmm. Ethan Hawk back into a human, but it was all for nothing. Did we ever figure out why they smoke so much? Uh, probably just because they can. Here's my theory. I think it's because there's still a lot of residual water in their lungs and they don't want any like fungal infections. Yeah. I I like to think that they smoke a lot just because it's like, fuck it. We're vampires. We, we yeah. can't die. We can't get oh, cancer. You know what? I also liked the main CEO guy. 
how he became a vampire because he had like stage four cancer. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. That was a, a cool touch. That's, again, one of the upsides to being a vampire. Yeah. Even if you lose your humanity, like it's a way to like live forever. But well, even but that part where they're like trying to find the cure, this movie plays out the same in the end, whether or not they mm-hmm. cure Ethan Hawke with that machine, with that setup. Because yeah. mm-hmm. all he had to do really was just bite Willem Dafoe. Yeah. And it would have turned out the exact same. Yeah. So why See, why have them yeah, go through yeah. all this if that's the solution? I never thought about that. It yeah. should have been one or the other. How did they figure out that it was treated blood, by the way? Like, I forget that bit. Uh, Ethan Hawke's brother bites Willem Dafoe. Okay. I remember that now. And I was okay. like, why? Yeah. That was an abrupt cut from this scene to this scene. And then they show, like, the in-between where it's like, oh, he turned back into a human. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just... That that felt pretty weak to me, mm-hmm. where they kind of have it both ways with what exactly the cure is. Yeah, you know, I try not to like nitpick too much of the logistics, but also like if the cure is just be in the sun for a little bit, but then get the fire extinguished. Like, how did it take nine years for that to happen to any one vampire? You'd think that would happen sooner. You'd think it would happen sooner. Like, you'd think that someone would, like, accidentally go into the sun and then be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to dive into this pool. Because ten, technically, if, okay, if you're looking at, at this as, as at the perspective of a vampire, technically, then you have another pandemic on your hand, right? So if you have vampires, uh, so if you have a blood shortage... And then vampires who have treated blood, who've been turned back into humans. Mm-hmm. That's like another pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of a reverse uh, epidemic. Um, yeah. That's another problem with the solution being treated blood because it kind of removes any urgency to get the cure out there. Because mm-hmm. as long as you just like live long enough to be bitten by another vampire, yeah, like you're going to spread the cure regardless. So and that kind of deflates like, okay. a little. But anyway, I, I try not to nitpick too much of the logistic stuff like that because like, yeah, sure, we don't we we could say like why does it take nine years for this cure to be discovered? But maybe Willem Dafoe wasn't the first person to have this happen to him, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter for the story. But And you know what? Like I, I think that like, especially Willem Dafoe's like situation, if you were turned into a human and then instantly killed from the from the injuries yeah like they would they would have to like yeah they would have to like kill the person right away for the for the cure not to spread yeah yeah i i saw somewhere i don't remember where i saw this but it was estimated i think this was in the context of like a zombie apocalypse but it can be extrapolated to talk about this because it's the same general concept but if a zombie outbreak happened and like you know it got spread by like biting and stuff the the rate of infection would just exponentially accelerate to the point that you would infect the entire world within like maybe a month. Yeah. So just like the reverse of that would be like, yeah, whoever de-vampires himself first and then gets bitten and then, you know, it, it, it spreads. The problem would just take care of itself. Well, yeah. Well, also like all zombies would just rot away within like six months. That too. Yeah, it would like, be over very quickly. But yeah, mm-hmm. with the with the vampire stuff, it's a lot of the drama is kind of deflated when mm-hmm. you when you kind of think about that too much. Um both both with how quickly the cure would spread, but also like I was saying earlier, 
all of that shit that they were doing, like lighting Ethan Hawke on fire was useless. It was nothing because mm-hmm. he just like, even if they didn't go through all of that, someone would just have to bite Willem Dafoe and then so yeah. on and so on. Yeah. Like they could do nothing and it would play out the same. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I mean, I still enjoyed the movie. I same. I would say best movie ever. Um, I would say just below emoji movie. See, that I was just going to say, they're both very much cinema. I think... Very much cinema. I, I yeah. think, um, you know, I think What's-His-Name would agree. Uh, Scorsese, I think Scorsese would agree. Both are mm-hmm. cinema. Kubrick would agree, probably, if you would like. Yeah, I think um, a third director would probably agree, too. Yeah. I don't know if it's on the level of the Emoji movie, though. But, I mean, mm. I would say it has its uh, its upsides. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to every other movie of all time, I would it's say definitely, def- yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, it's definitely one of those. If you still listener, if you still haven't watched it, it it's on HBO Max. It's probably on other things. Um, definitely watch it. I absolutely did not regret spending like an hour and a half with it. Yeah, it's just it was enjoyable, and I liked it. Yeah, and I think I'm happier having watched it. That's good. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, compared to 8-Bit Christmas, though, uh, oh. blows it out of the water. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next week's movie, it's my turn to pick. I've been rewatching the Indiana Jones movies. Hell yeah. Um, and, you know, I just finished Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I got to say, there were three amazing Indiana Jones movies. So I'm thinking next week, uh, Twilight. I can see the light leaving his eyes. I'm frozen. He can't see me. <laughs> no, no, let's watch uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark next week. Okay. <sighs> At the expense of starting yet another <sighs> franchise. Deep breath, Gavin. That we probably won't finish by the end of the year. Yeah. Next week, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what else. It's I, I bought the Blu-ray collection. Uh, I have it on my Plex server. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look it up. It is on uh, Showtime. It's on Hulu with a premium subscription. It's on a bunch of these things with a premium subscription. You can rent it on YouTube, Vudu, Google Play, Apple TV uh, for 3 to $4, uh, depending on the platform. Or you can just find the DVD somewhere or find the Blu-ray. You, you might already have it on something. Yeah. Regardless, we're going to watch it and we're going to talk about it next week. So spoiler alert for that. Another fun B movie that is very enjoyable if you just are open to enjoying movies, which I think a lot of people are missing. Uh, Recommendations of the week. Uh, If you have anything, you can add it. But uh, one of my recommendations is just like I like I've been saying, just enjoy movies uh he's writing (laughs) gavin added another bullet point big booty latinas Uh, yeah yeah got to agree um sorry what i meant to say was sorry not beautiful (laughs) (laughs) um no just like i i watched thor love and thunder uh the other day and i liked it i i generally had a good time watching it 
And the reviews have been like really divided. Like you either love it mm. or hate it. Yeah. I just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. It was a fun experience. And like, sure, you could nitpick it to death. You could pick it mm-hmm. apart or you could just enjoy it. You know, you can nitpick apart any piece of media. You can, you know, you, you can do that in, until, until the cows come home. I don't know when they're coming home, but one of these days, it, one of these days, um, all the cows went out for a pack of smokes and they all never came back. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that one before. They went out for a gallon of milk even though they can make it themselves. <laughs> yeah. But just a, a, a philosopher once said, you will get a higher level of enjoyment out of this without a critical eye. Do you know who said that? No, who? It was you. This is so fun. I love, I love doing this stuff. Like, Wait, did I actually say that? No, you did. Yeah. Like oh. a month ago. And then last episode, oh. last episode, I brought that up and I was like, because you, you were like, I don't know if it was the last episode, but you were like nitpicking something. And I was like, you know, you can get a higher level of enjoyment out of this without a critical eye. And I was like, do you know who said that? And you were like, who? I was like, you, you said because that. Because that sounds like something is that's really like eloquent, eloquently said, right? Like I can imagine a movie. Pro- oh, well, in that, in like, that case, I said it. No, that's that's my favorite thing I'm to do. Now. Yeah, yeah, you're frozen. That's my favorite thing now. to do. Bring up some stuff that I know Gavin doesn't remember. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. present I'm it a, like new information. Dude, I love I'm not recycling. a stoner, but I have the memory of a stoner. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I just enjoy movies. Uh, you know, if you want to criticize something, fine, whatever. I, you know, it's just like in stop. Star Trek. It's just like in Star Trek. But if you're looking to just have a good time, like Daybreakers, put a, yeah. put away your critical brain and watch Daybreakers. Yeah, watch it in a, a VR movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, my other recommendation is uh, touching grass and waking up before eleven a.m. I did that yesterday and today, and I gotta say I'm better than everyone now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a park. Uh, like a five like five minutes from where i live and it has a pretty decent trail system it's like a mile and a half around and i've been you know walking on that and it's nice so if you have like a park near you with like a a trail system or whatever generally just like go outside and it's it's nice Uh, i've been waking up at like eight in the morning going out going for a, a nice walk and it really helps like start the day where like before i've just been like rolling out of bed at 11 and like just doing whatever going on the computer right away and like it never feels like my day is starting Mm -hmm. it always feels like i'm just like just doing fucking whatever yeah but yeah that's just been a nice way to like add some structure and if you if you feel like you've just been like lacking something like that um you know try it out do what works for you but generally going outside waking up at a a, at an early time time, it's it's good for you there's a reason people say to do that yeah and uh your 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 recommendation um i think it's already there i kind of i kind of changed up the wording a little bit okay if you want to read that you want to read it uh sure i said big booty latinas or any latinas for that matter they're all pretty cool yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked it, then like it and touch grass and subscribe. Or yourself. Uh, here, um, no, that's not the right one. That's the J. Jonah Jameson laugh. Uh, above all, shut the hell up, bitch. And <laughs> subscribe to our clips channel. That's linked in the description. Uh, if you want to get early access to episodes and support the show, uh, you can join my Patreon for a dollar a month. That gets you episodes. They early. They go up as soon as they're done being edited. So if I can do it, if you want. And did I mention like and subscribe? Uh, follow me on social media, not Gavin. Don't follow Gavin. Don't anywhere. follow me. I see you. Don't do Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That's what I thought. Have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. Our, our official business, business hours. hours. Yes. Uh, oh, leave us a review on Podchaser. It's like an IMDb type site for podcasts. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, if you can. Uh, nice reviews only. Uh, good, good, nice comments only. Uh, if you leave any mean comments, um, we will cry. Actually. Yeah. 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 All right. Unfortunately. Go- yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Have a nice night. Or chicken filet. Or twilight.